Spreading number love all over the globe. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And we have a special guest joining us on the show today. Number one, Beyonce impersonator in the world. I'm talking about this is this is absolutely amazing. Um now I don't want to say your your first name wrong. The AKA is so I want you to actually say it so we can get it in this proper context. Yes, uh, my name is Miss Chalet, also known as Chalet. And look, I and, and, and I just want to just touch on this too because you know after making the promo and doing all that stuff or whatever, and I'm like, yo, this is so dope. Send it off, and the name is wrong. <laughs> I want to apologize to you on air right now for that. Thank you so much. I want to, um, before we get started, I want to take time to thank you for, um, for me and the Vibe team for actually um, taking this interview and allowing us this beautiful opportunity to be able to chat with you and step into your world a little bit. Yes, well, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. And let's uh, get down to business. Let's get down to business then. <laughs> <laughs> so look. I'm 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 strolling through. I'm I'm on my story uh my storyboard and all that stuff or whatever. And I'm I'm strolling through and I see you, right? So I go over to um I go over and check you out because it was interesting. I'm like, wow, this person looks just like Beyonce. So I'm tripping, I'm going over there and I'm looking and I'm just amazed at how close you resemble her. Not only that, but you're actually doing shows and doing all type of um, amazing things. What I want to know is, let's go back and give the listeners a little bit of history on you, on um, what you were doing before you were actually doing this, and um, what inspired you to actually go into this this line of work? Okay, um, well, it started as a... Um, as a hobby, well, an outlet, I'll say, and growing up in Oakland and being queer and uh, needing a space to be creative and out, an outlet to be creative to, um, at a youth center for the LGBT, um, youth, I went to a party and I didn't know what I was in store for. This is the first time I had actually been to something like this and, it was these beautiful drag queens and transgender women performing, you know, pop songs, all the popular songs of that era. And at that moment, it dawned on me, that's what I wanted to do. Right. Um, considering before then, I was a dancer and, you know, performing in, like, talent shows and um, just shows um, in Oakland and Sacramento, just all up and down the West Coast. Um, and so when I seen it, that's that's what I wanted to do. And so I did that, and I would perform. Um, and I have been performing. I moved to L.A. and performed um, in L.A., um, just doing, like, all the pop culture songs, Rihanna, uh, Tamia, um, all the black 
um, beautiful artists that we have. Um, then I went into uh, cosmetology school, and I did hair for a while, and I stopped performing. And recently I came back to L.A. I lived my life through then. And recently I came back to L.A. and started performing again. And um, I got booked. Well, I did a Beyonce number, then I got booked to do Beyonce. And the same club that hired me asked me to come back. And me not knowing that they wanted me to continue doing Beyonce, I did Rihanna and I got fired. Are you serious? (laughs) So I was like, well, I guess this is a thing. And... So that's when I just made the choice to stick with Beyonce. Um, and since then, you know, I always was ta- told if you're going to do something, be the best at it. And so I just put all my efforts in just the details of performing. And here we are today. Wow. You know what? That's that's actually um, that's interesting. Now. Have you have you ever with because I've I've been um, doing a little research and you've actually um, you've actually done some huge, huge events. Um, At what point did it transcend to you starting to actually like, yo, I'm I'm making money off of this? Um, Well, so I would hmm, I guess I would say once lemonade once I dropped lemonade then that's when the real um interest came in because then that's when I booked like shows in Vegas and then Austria and London and so it was the buzz from lemonade did my career really just like take off and then it has something to say like it's something to be said for knowing your worth also and knowing what you want out of things because um, then, you know, in the club culture, you know, in drag performers, trans performers, um, it's not, it doesn't pay a lot. So you have to find a way kind of outside of that right. to actually make money to sustain yourself. Got you. Got you. Okay, so, um, man, I'm just tripping out. Okay, so now with with the outfits and everything like that i'm pretty sure now um you're in a position to where you have um a stylist or do you actually pick your own outfits out um what's the process as far as with that so in the beginning um that that's another reason why i started performing because i would make my own outfits i do my own hair my own makeup and like create everything Mm -hmm. from literally nothing Um, And not until after, like, even up until Lemonade, I made those outfits. Um, Still, sometimes I make um, my outfits. I made the Coachella hoodie um, that Beyonce shouted out while she was performing. Um, But now I'm able, now I have, like, a team or some people that I go to to actually get some things made. Or unless I feel like, okay, I really want to do this one, then I'll do it myself. So it's it's a mix of me and just other artists. Um, who, or yeah, who makes, who makes the clothing. So you're actually, you're actually a designer as well. I wouldn't say I'm a designer. Um, (laughs) I took a couple classes in high school and in college, um, design classes, but I don't design things for other people. It's just, um, a hobby that I have and, um, it just performing allows me to use it, but I don't, I don't make things for other people now. Now, with the whole Beyonce brand, 
and 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 everything that um you have basically embodied have you ever had an opportunity to um to meet beyonce or connect with her in any type of way i have not met beyonce yet um i feel like it is definitely in the near future though well yeah i definitely i definitely um i definitely see that um because like the you definitely like resemble resemble her in so many different ways the thing about it i'm talking about like dance and everything now it's it's has she is, is she your favorite um one of your favorite artists and um how how much work goes into actually um practicing to actually do performances because these are actual actual performances that you're actually doing um absolutely i love beyonce and not just i mean her her artistry her music is it resonates with me i think she's phenomenal um, but also the work that she puts into being all that she is, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, just as a businesswoman, um, I admire all of that. And so to see all that she does, I also try to put in just as much time as to make the performance as great as possible. So uh, depending on the show, you know, me and my dancers, we rehearse sometimes, you know, weeks at a time. Um, to get the show down packed and make sure, you know, all the proper movements and things um, are on point. Right. Now, can I, um, I want to ask you, now, can we, can we go back just a little bit? Um, these, these are just things and questions that um, I got a few emails in um, from a few of your fans and a lot of people just basically, um, inquiring and want to know know things or whatever you can answer yeah. these questions or you don't have to answer these questions that's fine but i i want to at least ask these questions um you know request from the guest from the um okay. yeah so um before before all of this um transitioning um with family and everything, like, was this something that at a really, really young age that um, you came into the realization that um, this is what it is, or it was something that happened um, along the way in time? Um, so I knew that I was different. I knew my family knew that I was different from a very young age. Um, did I have a name for it? No. Um, when I, like I, I mentioned earlier about seeing the trans woman and the drag queen, like behind closed doors, I would, you know, dress up, um, and do, do my makeup and things like that. But did I know, I can't say that I did know that I was trans until I actually seen it. Right. And then I had that aha moment, like, oh, that's what it is. And this is, you know, something that is feasible. These are people that are around me and they know how to, you know, express themselves or they actually know what it is. And so not until I've seen an example of it did I know that, okay, that, that, that's what makes sense to me. Um, considering growing up in Oakland um, to a very... Closed-minded, 
um, black family, right. you know, I was not, it wasn't okay to be anything but, you know, hyper-masculine and, you know, straight. Uh. And so I unfortunately grew up, you know, in a household where of abuse um, from, like, my father and things like that. And so there was that being gay, being trans, being anything other than the heteronormative, living right. the heteronormative lifestyle was not accepted, and it wasn't going to be accepted. Um, and so that led me to, um, well, I got kicked out of my house at 15 going on 16, and so I had to survive, um, you know, on my own. And um, even when I did come out and tell my parents that I'm trans and this is the route that I'm going to go, um, it wasn't accepted. So I wow. had to literally, you know, take myself from that whole, like, I stopped talking to my whole family, um, grandmother, everyone, because they didn't, they weren't with it. It wasn't going to happen, not as long as I was <clears throat> going to be a part of their family, um, until I did transition. And I came back because my aunt's dad died. And when they seen me, they were kind of like, huh, all right. And I think it was, I, well, my dad, this is what my dad says. He was afraid of the things that I would go through and the danger I would put myself in being trans because the way that he would treat um, trans people before. Right. Um, and even like my uncles, they would be like really mean and um, things like that. So I guess it was a sense of seeing how I am and being able to be passable. Then I wouldn't subject myself to such like mean, you know, um, things, things that can, um, I guess people being mean to me. Right. You know? Right. So, how yeah. like, you know, how how difficult was it for you and and what were your thoughts like were you were you kind of like upset or you just kind of accepted it and rolled with it oh no 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 i was definitely upset i had nights in the bed of crying and you know why am i not understood and um suicide attempts because i felt like i would be better off if i wasn't even a part of this world um i didn't know what i had to offer the world um, I had like these uh, depression, all of these emotional feelings where I, I just didn't think, you know, I needed to be here because I wasn't, what, what, what was I going to do? My family didn't even accept me. Right. So h how would I, you know, make a mark on this world or who am I then? Um, so yeah, it was very hard. It was super hard. I had to literally, um, just go within and completely, just abandon all of the thoughts that I had and redefine myself um, through, like, spirituality and a lot of, like, self-help books. And I even, you know, um, did a lot of counseling, too, in order to come out on the other side of, like, what you see now. Right. And as far as, like, your friends, um, I'm pretty sure, um, well, I guess, like you said, you know, it wasn't it wasn't hard to tell um and i guess trying to to disguise and hide something like that could be a, a rough a rough situation as well um trying to uh wanting to to be free and come out um what at, at what age did you just really just say you know what the hell with it 
um, it is what it is with or without family. I'm, I'm going to come out and I'm going to be who I am. Um, well, okay, so that's, so considering family, I lived kind of like a double life, if you will. Oh, okay. um, So when I graduated high school, I moved to L.A., and I was my freest self um, because I wasn't around my family. And I had the chance to um, create my family, which were my friends. And right. um, I don't know if you guys know, but I, I, was a, I am a part of the ballroom culture. Um, the ballroom scene, and so you have families, houses that are families, um, inside of the ballroom scene, and so that's where I kind of found my voice, and, you know, found my tribe, and that's where I got my support, and um, my emotional support, and things like that, through through those people who were in the ballroom scene, Right. and, but when I would go back home, you know, at that time, I was kind of like, I would dumb myself down, I guess, you know what I mean, just to kind of fit in. I wasn't right. really able, I, I wasn't able to just cut off and just be like, all right, fuck my family. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, but, like, forget my family, you know what I mean? Because still, as a child, you know, I well, I will speak for myself. I would say I was still seeking, you know, my parents' approval. Right. I wasn't able to just be like, okay, enough is enough, even though I have been through all of that trauma. You know, I still wanted to be a part of my family. So it took me a while. I didn't actually start to transition and fully be myself until I was about 23. And that was, you know, with the help of, you know, my friends around and the guy that I was actually with at the time um, was very supportive, too. So it was, it was nice to um, have, have, the, have those people around. Without them, I don't know where I would be, honestly. Right, I I, I, um, I definitely feel you on that. Um, I'm I'm just sitting here, you know, trying to to just envision what you're saying, and um, a lot of a lot of people um, go through go through those um, experiences. Do you think that? Um, as time went on and the atmosphere that we living in right now, um, it's a more comfortable, comfortable, um, environment, I would say, um, now because the community has gotten bigger and, um, more, more exposed, would you say? Absolutely. Um, and that was another reason why I was a little outraged. Well, I was outraged with, you know, um, Nigel Shelby and his death and like him committing suicide and why the suicide rates are still up um, for especially black queer um, people um, because I feel like we've made a lot of steps forward you know we have progressed a lot um, but for the bullying you know to still be around you know and like just for for it to be, it's just so, it, it, while we made steps forward, it's still very negative in certain instances, especially in like the Midwest and down South, you know what I mean? It's a little right. slower as opposed to like New York and um, California where it's a little bit more understood. So we still, we've made steps forward, but we still have a, a ways to go for sure. Right. I, I definitely, uh, definitely get that. Yeah. And, um, 
Now with um with the singing um being a part of the show um and what's the proper title the 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 proper um context for it um I don't want to say gay or uh well like what what is what's the proper what, for what exactly? just I don't know. I don't know. um just basically <laughs> describing how would I say that um transgender yeah, that's that's correct. Okay, Tran Okay, transgender. Okay, cool, cool. I just wanna uh, just make sure that I'm putting putting it in its its, its proper text because um, you know I view everybody as a human being, and um, you know we 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 are all the same, and um, you know we are living in it's it's still you're right it still is some rough spots. Um, in certain places, um, as far as acceptance and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it, it, it's, it, it's a lot of, it is a lot of growth. Um, I think, um, RuPaul opened up a lot of doors, um, for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. You ever had an opportunity to, um, to meet Ru? I haven't met Ru either. No. You heading in that, you heading in that direction. You definitely head. You definitely head in that direction. Now, going all the way as far as creating your look, um, at what point did did you say, you know, this is this is this is how I want it. I, I want to my brand to look. Um, say that again. What what is, what is your question? As far as like your 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 look, you have a certain look. And how how much work did it go did you, did it take to um, create your look and how far um, do you go to to maintain that look because I mean of course I'm looking at I'm looking at the pictures and the pictures look absolutely amazing. Um, how so much as far as transitioning? Yeah, creating a Beyonce look. Yeah. Actually, um, actually, like your look. Okay, my look. Yeah. Okay. So I would say that, okay, in my mind, I have a certain idea of what femininity is and like what kind of girl I want it to be. Right. Or, you know, um, and so I would say... Well, I've I, I undergone surgery, obviously, um, to create my look. Um, and I was willing to do all of that until I saw the, saw the person that I wanted to be. Um, and so there's no end to, like, creating my look. You know what I mean? I'm constantly <laughs> yeah. perfecting and, you know, wanting um, just to embody whatever it is that I want, you know? Right. Um, I don't think I'll ever be done. Um, so it's it's because it's a constant evolution, you know. Um, we're growing day by day, or I'm growing day by day. And so um, whatever it is, then I'm going to go for it. Right, right. I understand. And 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 you have no desire for to to be with women. <laughs> uh, no, um, I don't. I, Just asking. No. 
No, I don't believe so. Um, Wait a minute now. You said I believe. Totally, you said believe now. Believe. Well, I don't because, believe okay, so, so. And I'm, I'm just being honest. <laughs> and I, that's all I strive to be, right? And right. so because you asked the question, right. um, I have not had a relationship with a woman. Um, but as I get older, I'm, I'm open to love, period, right? Right, right. So, and I will say this, I've, I've had a relationship with a trans man, you know, and never did I think that I would do that. You know what I mean? Right. But as I grow, I know that I'm in love with the being uh, right. while I'm turned on by a man's aesthetic. Like, love is love. And I don't really, um, I don't really judge, you know? So, right. um, that's kind of where I am with that. I definitely get that. So you actually have, um, have you, you've actually recorded music? No, I don't record music. I, um, lip sync to Beyonce. Boy, could you imagine if I, if I was actually the one singing? I'm just saying. I mean, we we live in. Hey, but but look, look, we we technology technology is 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 crazy, and I've seen some amazing things happen with people who could partially sing. Everybody, 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 not not just, you know what I'm saying? Just don't have the golden voice like that. Now, I mean, a lot of stuff is 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 definitely manufactured. This is true. I mean, I think I have the star quality, so maybe if there's a uh, somebody out there listening who could do some things, let's do it. No, I'm kidding. I don't, um, yeah, no, that was never really a desire of mine, um, per se. I know I love performing, um, and dancing and, you know, being on stage in front of the camera, um, but who knows what, um, what will come in the future. So, and, and speaking of the future, let's, let's talk about, um, let's talk about the future, what what is what can we we look forward to um, in the future for your brand? Now, do you go by you know? Because this was this is what was confusing me. Um, now you go by the AKA when you with with what what's the brand? The brand is Miss Chalet, and that kind of happened through social media. Um, and so I decided to just kind of stick with it, uh, because you can't put hyphens in, um, names. Right. Um, so I needed a way to like break it down. And also it just, it just made sense. So, um, Michelet is like the name that, um, my tribe gave me, you know, the older adults, um, when I came out were like, no your name is going to be Michelet. They pretty much named me. So that's where that name came from. Uh, um, and as the brand started, um, it just became Chalet because of the of Instagram, honestly. That's where it came from. Um, but things to look for in the future. Um, I mean, I'm working on a lot of things, but it hasn't, I haven't got the 100% like go. Um, I would just say, just wait and see. <laughs> oh, you're going you're gonna to do it like I'm constantly working, though. I'm constantly, like, thinking of ways um, to put out content and, you know, um, trying to make, you know, these dreams come true, you know? Um, right. I, right now, 
am doing most of the work myself. I have like a creative director who um, is on projects at times. But mainly, I have literally set and I built this thing from nothing. And now, you know, with with the visibility and like with, you know, social media, am I now like, you know, getting people who actually want to come on board. But I mean, that's, you know, a testament to say, if you don't believe in yourself, then nobody else will believe in you. You know, you got to put forth all the efforts and anything that you can to make your dream come alive. And then other people will, you know, stand behind you. Right. And I I was about to ask you that too. Um, How important is um, the social media platform for you? And um, you pretty much broke that down. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. um, Agree with you with that. It's, it's, um, it's definitely helping to um, put your brand out there um, fast, you know, and, and be able to, to touch pretty much the world. Well, yeah, I, because what you guys are seeing is like a point, like after the fact, you know what I mean? Like right. it, it looks good now but <laughs> like i said before like when i first came out here i was dancing on boxes you know what i mean what? Clubs and like you know it's, it's a story behind all of it you know what i mean you're seeing like the glamorized like jazzed up version but it all it didn't always look like this you know um right. it it was you know sometimes not eating almost you know just being broke you know trying to figure out and that's another reason why it was a good way to that's why I was doing my own outfits. I couldn't afford, you know, somebody to, like, make an outfit for me. You know what I mean? Right. So it was definitely a struggle. It looks a lot better now, though. And it's getting better. So I'm grateful for that. A lot better. I mean, I, I, I would I would hate to see what it's going to look like if, if it's beyond what I'm looking at now. Because, I mean... <laughs> It's it's it looks I mean if somebody just looked at your stuff like me just looked at it I mean you would already think that you are on the next level seriously it it looks that good Well thank you in my mind I am and I try I put forth 100% 110% in everything I do um, so I'm happy that it come, comes across that way because I would want nothing less than. And also, it could make Beyonce proud, you know? Like, right. she has an endless budget, though. I don't. Right. <laughs> so that's where, you know, the, the, the real magic comes in, you know? And beyond just anything and the look and, like, what she does, I also want to take, you know, time and empower especially trans women of color and the LGBT scene, you know, because oftentimes, I mean, we are the most disenfranchised community, period, with homelessness, with suicide rates, with, you know, every, it, it seems everything. Um, and for me, little old me from the hood of Oakland, East Oakland, like to be able to have this platform, I absolutely want to encourage people. And that's why I'm so open with telling my story because I wasn't supposed to make it. And for me to semi be making it and getting this exposure and things like that, I want to be sure to, you know, come back and just let people know that it is possible. Like literally anything that you want to do, if you put your mind to it, you can. Because like I said, this wasn't supposed to be me. If it was written... You know, if it was up to people around me, family, and and not, 
you know, with all the bullying and things like that, I wasn't supposed to make it. Now right. the very people that were talking about me are actually sending me messages and like, oh my God, I know you. And like, you know, we used to go to school together. And I'll be like, yeah, we did. You used to talk about me. You know, oh, like, are you serious? <laughs> so it's, it's interesting how, how, how that changes. They actually recognize you though? Because I'm sure you look different in high school. I mean. Well, I, I did, but I also like still, I mean, it, it's not hard. And then, you know, one person will tell one person and then I'm sure like my whole school knows that I, I've transitioned, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or people that I used to go to school with and um, family members and things like that. Yeah. Right. Right. I wanted to ask you about the, um, this pride visual, um, I really, really, I really, really like that. I think that it's super dope. I wanted to know what inspired that. Uh, which pride? The the homecoming? The Is that what you're talking about? The homecoming pride? It, it's actually a black and white uh, image. Yeah, so that is Beyonce's original photo. Um, excuse me, um, for homecoming. And since I did the Before I Let Go challenge um, that went viral, I actually booked my first Black Pride. Um, and I felt like that was huge because I stand for my people. I'm with my people 100%. And so now to be noticed and be accepted and act to be at, you know, the main event for D.C. Pride, which is May 25th in, well, in D.C., um, I thought that was huge. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it is huge. Right. So... To have the viral video and then to have DC Pride, I'm like, okay, you know, what can I do visually to make this happen? And it only, and then to be, you know, noticed at homecoming and actually Beyonce kept it in the documentary. Like, what? She had a, she could have definitely just kept week one, but she picked week two to like, I just thought that that was special. So um, being a Beyonce impersonator, I wanted to re recreate that and just make it a full circle moment. Wow. How did it feel uh, to go viral? Uh, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. In fact, like, I, in my head, of course, like, you put out a project and you want it to do its absolute best. But you just don't know how it's going to be received, so you take a chance. And so to wake up the next day and see that it was a million views right. in less than 24 hours, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm actually doing it. This is amazing. It's a, it's a wonderful, it's a beautiful feeling for your art to be accepted. Right. Now, you, you, you've dropped so many, uh, so many jewels or whatever, but um, I would like to, to take a moment um, to allow you an opportunity to be able to um, get some shout-outs because you got a lot of fans that emailed in, um, for you and just take time to give a shout out to anybody you want to give a shout out to and, and, um, a shout out to your fans. Um, absolutely. Like for everyone who has followed me and, um, just supported me and all the reposts and tags. I mean, it feels amazing. I absolutely appreciate each and every one of them. I try my best to sit and, you know, go through them when I can. Um, and so it is definitely noticed. It doesn't go um, unnoticed, and I appreciate it. Um, of course, I have to thank my creative director, my kind of right-hand girl, Adisa 
um, for being there and all my craziness and, you know, um, coming up with things, best friends. And um, there's Trey, there's Gia, there's Giselle, there's, I mean, um, Bravo. I have so many people. I love you guys. They've definitely been there for me since day one, and it's, it's appreciated. Um, yeah, and, like, even my new fans um, or people who have come over to uh, follow me and given me such, you know, beautiful comments. I truly do appreciate all of it. Um, and, you know, I, I try more than anything with this platform. I just truly want to inspire um, people with my story and hopefully they see themselves or they could connect with me in some kind of way. It definitely, I'm a Beyonce impersonator, but I also want to be able to be, it, it, I, it's much more to me than just the impersonation. Um, and so with this platform, I definitely plan on doing more things for the community. Um, I have started a nonprofit called the Glasswing Group. We are um, a trans-ran profit, nonprofit who inspire and educate and motivate um, trans women of color. And so with that growing, um, there will be more things to come um, for me, for sure. From me, for sure. So thank, thank you, everyone. I do appreciate it. Well, I think that's pretty dope. And um, also, um, you know, whenever you're promoting anything else um, big and whatever you're promoting and you, you know, from your nonprofit to whatever you you're promoting um, and you, you want to come back on the platform, um, just get in touch with me and let me know and we can arrange that and get you to come back on here and we can we can put that information out there. Awesome, and thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I wasn't sure what we were going to get into, but <laughs> um, it turned out to be great. <laughs> of course, it was going to be great. Now, but look, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, how how it was going to be myself. But I, I knew it was going to be something, um, something special and something amazing. That's why I actually reached out. So. Um, but it actually was better than um better than I, I actually thought it really would be. <laughs> well that's awesome. I'm glad that um you enjoyed it. Yeah. My and conversation. <laughs> I wanna um you know, before before we get out of here, um I know you got things to do. Um I would like for you, which you have dropped so many jewels already, but if you had an opportunity um, to speak to a room full of people that was um, trying to follow your footsteps, um, you know, wanting to come out, um, looking for inspiration, um, looking for some words of encouragement, and you had that opportunity to speak to the room, what would you tell them?
Wow. Well put, might I say. Well put. Well, I want to thank you again for me and the Vibe team for uh, coming on the platform again, taking time to just grace us with your loveliness. I just want to thank you. Also, um, again, let's put your social uh, let's put your social platforms out there for anybody that's trying to connect with you, work with you, um, want some want to assist you in any type of way. Let's put those social platforms out there. Yeah, so all of my social platforms uh, across the board is M I S S underscore S H A L A E. Again, M I S S underscore s-h-a-l-a-e so that's on facebook twitter instagram everything so you can contact me there um my email and everything is on all of those so if you need to get in contact in contact with me you can awesome awesome thank you so much for having me i truly appreciate your time and hopefully the listeners got something out of it too oh yeah definitely i got something out of it too and um Thank you again, and we will talk again soon. I told you, um, whenever, whenever. Now I want to be, I want to be, because I know you're about to blow up. And listen, I want the Vibe Show podcast to be on that on that list when you're going around hitting all of these shows and all. Of, I want my show to be on that priority list. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. I, I already started. Start your email, so I got you. So you just make sure you reply now. Absolutely, I, I I always do. I always do. If I don't reply, one of my team, uh, one of my team members definitely will. So you don't have to worry about that. We are connected. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You guys enjoy your day and um, blessings to everyone listening. Definitely more blessings and success to you as well. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my special guest, Miss Chalet. We out.